0: go ahead and and call the uh, Ways and Means Committed Order. Um, In front of you this morning, you got a couple large sheets of paper packets. Uh, One of them on it should say conforming packet. I think the first thing we need to do is, is, um, these are some provisos, some eight provisos are in your conforming packet. and I'll have Mr. Paul Patrick go through those with you. And then we can do one or two things. We can, um, if you wish, we can consider a motion uh, to adopt all of them as a packet, or we can go through individually and adopt them. But at that point in time, when we get through going over them, then we'll make that motion and how you want to proceed.
1: Paul. The uh, packet that we'll go over is the conforming packet um, and I'll just kind of highlight the, uh, there are eight provisos in here, or eight <laughs> amendments in here uh, that we've done over the night last night uh, to kind of bring everything back together. The first one is the large non-recurring proviso. Um, this was everything that is appropriated in the column uh, on the summary control document that reads non-recurring proviso 118 NR. So anything that has a dollar value there is appropriated in this proviso. It is uh, multiple pages long and um, we have gone through and um, pulled out proviso language that may have been adopted in a given section over the past couple of days, but applied to dollars in this proviso and have put all of that language together. So the governing provisos accompany the dollars in, in, in an instance in which we adopted something um, that may have actually been in, in the standard kind of 1B section. So um, it's, it, that, it goes from page one all the way back to page seven. So that is the first proviso in the packet and is the appropriation of the 68 million from the contingency reserve fund and the 123.4 million from the BEA certified surplus. The next amendment is, starts on page eight and this is the appropriation of the lottery funds. As you know, we delete that proviso every year and write a new one. This now conforms to everything that's at the next to last page or the last page of the summary control document, everything that's funded in the lottery is provided um, in this section. And that runs from page eight to page 10. And then amendment number 68 on page 11 is the third and final conforming dollar proviso this is the allocation of the master settlement agreement and the uh, cigarette tax money. So the first proviso, 118.7, is the allocation of the additional 50 cent cigarette tax to the Department of Medicaid, uh, Department of Health and Human Services for the Medicaid program. And then um, you have the, the we we're replacing 118.12 with 118.TS and this is the master settlement agreement from the um, tobacco manufacturers and all of the money appropriated in 118 TS can be found on the summary control document under the column Tobacco MSA Provisos 118.12. The next proviso um, is on page 12. This is amendment number 69. This is the one and a half percent employee pay raise proviso. On the following page, amendment number seven, page 13, This is the um, health insurance proviso. You can see there that um, the employer premium will increase. In the current year, it was 6.8%. Next year, it will be 3.9%. And then there's a date reference, two date reference, and then the next change is that copayment increases for participants in the state health plan for plan year 15 shall not exceed. In the current year, that is 20%, and next year, it will be 9%. Then on page 14, these are two um, kind of technical um, higher ed type things. The first one, um, the original language is included in the non-recurring proviso that we went over first, but we needed to kind of clean it up mainly to add these last two sentences. So we wanted to bring that back before y'all since it was not purely technical in nature. So if this is adopted, then this will replace what is currently in 118. And then the second item is a simple name change, um, dealing with some non-recurring money in the technical college, and the current line reads Low Country Tech Military, and it will read Technical College of the Low Country Transitioning (laughs) Military Support and Training. Ms. Cobb-Hunter, got a question.
2: Yes, thank you, Mr. Chairman. On the, um, on number one, the um, study, yeah, the efficiency proviso. And I'm trying to recall our conversation about um, questions I got from some of the higher ed institutions saying that they had already had this done. Mm -hmm. And I think one or two of them mentioned that they were in the (coughs) process of implementing all the regulations. Two questions. One, will this be a repeat of what has already been done? And if not, and then why are we asking institutions who've already done it to do it again,
0: um, Ms. Cobb Hunter? I think uh, we address some of that as to the fact that you know this goes out on RFP. It could be a different company, but if they have done those things, then obviously the, the process will go a whole lot smoother, uh, and that will be recognized, and we'll get that report back uh, saying that they have already done these. Uh, it could be areas that they may or may not have looked into. I think some of these institutions have done them, but have have not done a very I say an extensive one. They may have hit a few areas, but not um, some of the areas I think that covers all the things that may be in this. Um, so I think if, and if they have done it and it's going, then it should be fairly simple and painless. It shouldn't be a, it should be pr- proud of the fact that they've done
2: it. So. I appreciate that point, Mr. Chairman. I would just say for the record, it simply makes no sense to me if an institution has already done what we're requiring in this. That we would force them to do it again, um, particularly when there may be cost involved. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Chairman.
0: Right. Mr. Chairman, I have a quick question, Paul. Right. On, on, on number 70, what is the total dollar amount of state's contribution on the employee uh, health benefits? Or can you point me to that? We the don't page? have I mean we don't have that now, but
1: the, 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 the premium needed increase for the 3.9 percent is on your summary control document. It's on page two. Um, line 75, it's $57.1 okay. million is okay, what is needed you. to cover the employee increase. Okay. Um, all right, then we were on page 15, I believe. Page 15, this is, uh, this is some new language um, and it was kind of dependent on where the pots rolled out, but this is some new language in the technical college system um, that basically creates a uh, stipend for um, students that enroll in critical needs um, areas, the STEM programs at the technical college. And then the last item in the packet is starts on page 16 and this is the appropriation of the capital reserve fund. And so this corresponds back to, on the summary control document, the column that reads FY1314 capital reserve fund H4702. And so that's everything in the packet. And so I think that the motion, I think that the chairman would ask for unanimous consent to adopt the first th- first six items excluding the Capital Reserve Fund as a packet um, would be the appropriate motion to do that as the whole. Yeah, if you're going to do a packet, the packet has to be 66 through,
0: I think, 72, because the Capital Reserve Fund, as you know, takes requires a two-thirds vote on its own. So... And the rest of it, just take a simple majority. Yes, sir. Mr. Bingham makes the motion that um, we adopt amendments 66 through 72 as a packet. All in favor, signify by saying aye. Any opposed? The ayes have it. Now, I guess is before you is the vote, Mr. Bingham moves that we adopt the uh, conform to funding pr- packet. All in favor, signify by saying aye. Any opposed? The ayes have it. The packet is adopted. Um Now we're on amendment number 73, which is the capital reserve fund. Um, Need a motion and then we'll take a vote. Mr. Bingham, Mr. Bingham moves that we adopt. Um, Amendment number 73 is the capital reserve fund, and uh, we're in a show of hands. Everybody all in favor, raise your right hand, or left in some people's instance. Mr. Loftus. He has a broken wing. Any opposed, you can let hands down. Uh, one opposition. It's so about a vote of 20 to one. The um, Capital Reserve Fund Amendment Number 73 is adopted. The next thing before us is the actual packet now that we've done the conforming part is the actual uh, appropriations bill, which is the big spreadsheet before you. Any questions? All right, Mr. Roland Smith moves that we adopt um, the appropriations bill uh, as presented. All in favor say aye. Aye. Any opposed? No. 20 to 1 again. And Mr. Roland Smith moves that we give staff technical authority to make the, the changes needed. Be that should we see a typo or what have you in there? Um, all in favor, signify by saying "aye." Any opposed? The ayes have it. Um, wow, great job! Um, first and foremost, thank you, Mr. Bales. This was your your first one, I believe, um, and. Yeah, well, don't jinx us yet. um, But we appreciate having you here, and I appreciate all the hard work of of each and every member, uh, subcommittee chairs, uh, members of the subcommittees. It's been an unusual year with the fact that we started a session a week later than normal, and I think we had Mother Nature tried to do her best to keep us from being here and working, and and then a furlough kind of in the middle of everything, but we still – finished on time and that's that's credit to each and every one of y'all uh, doing your hard work and and uh... working long hours and i want to thank you for that Um also want to thank staff because behind all the good members is a great staff and we have an excellent staff uh... here at ways and means um. <laughs> and most of them you can see is drinking a lot of coffee because they were here late last night getting all this together that that makes it easy for us and makes us look very good but uh... And and we also have great pages here at Ways and Means, too. Uh, we got some excellent kids. They're all in school right now, I think. They, uh, but they were here last night. Uh, I know some of them left to go to class, and they came back and were, were here with us. And they were still uh, here late last night working. And of course, uh, Office of State Budget, Les Bowles, David Siegler, and Rebecca Griggs is new this year. She's our new improved Quentin. Uh, and the wonderful Deborah Duncan, who is back here in this corner, um, our proviso queen, but uh, she puts all this stuff on paper for us and, and makes it look good. Um, and then our good friend Frank Rainwater, uh, over at the BEA. Um, I guess without Frank giving us dollars, and, uh, up or down, we we uh, uh, we couldn't do what we do. But I want to thank uh, each and every one of you and Miss um, yeah, Cobb Hunter.
2: Mr. Chairman, thank you so much. And I guess on behalf <coughs> of the Democrats on the on the committee, I just wanna thank you for how well you have worked with us, uh, have heard the issues that were important to us and have, alli- and have you have allowed us, um, where possible, to have input and inclusion. And I just wanna thank you for how you uh, personally and professionally in your capacity as chair, how you've responded to the minority caucus, please know on behalf of the eight of us that it is nice to know that at least from your perspective what we think is important. So on behalf of my other seven colleagues, just want to thank you for allowing us to be a part of the process.
0: Well, thank you, Ms. Hunter. It is it is the people's budget uh, yeah. state of South Carolina, but uh, in each and every one. And I think that's a credit to uh, the Ways and Means uh, members, too, of how we, civil we act and and do things that that take care of the people's business of the state of South Carolina with our appropriations. So, I think that's that's a credit to each and every one sitting here at this table, Miss Cop Hunter. And I'm just honored and privileged to be sitting here. But also, I know that uh, the sergeants' staff stayed late and came in early and everything else to allow access to the building when everybody else was kind of home. But uh, thanks to the sergeants. And with that, we will adjourn.